Now back to Fitness Fanatics on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right. We're back here on the Fitness Fanatics. We've been talking about Mark's food insecurities. Got a little deep. Yes, yes. So that's – oh, no, that's good, though. Like, with that whole grilled cheese thing, like, you came in that Sunday and we talked about yeah. it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, we did. Like, and, and – you know, yes, Mark was was on with us every week. You know, having the accountability of like, okay, and when when you did miss, we would say something, yeah, on the <laughs> oh, show. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, but you know, that's that's kind of how it is for everybody that joins Ferrells. Like, you know, you, obviously you don't have a scheduled one on. Like, we had a scheduled one on one time with Mark. Built yeah. in therapy. It was built. Nice. Yes. Yeah. So every Sunday from nine to nine thirty, that's what we talked about in our first segment. Now we just talk about whatever. But yeah. you know, that was that was the first segment of the show. Mm-hmm. And you know, if you're if you're with us, you know, Nicole and I are at the gym all the time. Like anytime and we ha- hopefully some of our new ten week challengers are listening to because we, we shared this with them um, that they're getting ready to start. But you know, if we're not teaching class at like, if you come to 5 a.m. and we're not teaching at six, you know, we're just we're just at the desk. So like, that's come and over yeah, and, we're there for that reason. Yeah, you for can, people to ask us questions. Yeah, and you stuff. can come over and and chat with us anytime. You know, if if you need have a question, you can text us. I mean, that's what we're there for. Yeah. Um. So we don't have a built-in you know weekly therapy session like we did with you for 10 weeks, but. Um, you know, your coaches, they're there to listen and, and we're there to listen. So, um, if you're getting ready to start or you're thinking about starting, that's kind of a unique thing about Ferrell's is you have people there at your disposal if you choose to use them Yeah, and use us. Mm-hmm. Mark could have just been like, yeah, it was a great week <laughs> and not told the story about the grilled cheese sandwich. You yep. know what I mean? Like you could have, but nah, you could have seen it on my you face. Wouldn't have looked, still you were already really nervous. Cause I'm pretty yeah. sure Matt, that was when Matt from nutrition authority was coming in. And so he <laughs> needed to like cleanse yeah. That's funny. confession <laughs> so he could, you know, focus. Let's, um, let's pivot to the annual challenge. So <laughs> you have 10 weeks left. Well, what, at, at what oh. point in the 10 weeks do you think that, or was it the 10 weeks that kind of that shift happened with the nutrition with or food? was it after? Yeah. With um, food. I think it was probably during the 10 weeks okay. where I, I kind of fell into a groove. Yeah. And I've I've taken different approaches to it over the course of the last year. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I get I go through three or four weeks where I I, I, eat I, I, I just eat the same things. thing. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't want I don't want to try and branch out. And then I'll go through stretches where I get tired of that. And let's mm-hmm. start having some fun. But for me, that's that's been the biggest difference is. It, it, it's almost like a big puzzle, right? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. it's, it's, it's a, a new world of food that I get to explore mm-hmm. and, and, and play with because it used to be, again, how indulgent, how sweet, how whatever can, can I make this, you know, to make mm-hmm. it the absolute best tasting meal I've ever had. Yeah. Now it's okay. Let's, let's see what fun can I have with new ingredients that I've never played with. And, and it's, it's just a, a different playground for me at mm-hmm. this point, which yeah. I, which I enjoy. Yep. Good. Good. So, after the 10 weeks was over. Well, you were even kind of on the fence about doing the national challenge. Oh, I was. Yeah. You were just like, because eh, I was like, no, this is something you should do. And and then we had Peter on. Um, this was one of the many weekends Nicole was gone. Um, <laughs> so it was just me and you. And, yeah. and Peter joined us for almost the whole show because he had just won the, the national challenge for the guys. Um, so we talked about his journey and stuff. And, you know, that's when you were kind of like. 
oh, maybe I should do this. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was, I guess I was on the fence about what I was going to do after the 10 weeks yeah. anyway. You mm-hmm. know, I, people had asked me at class. I said, ah, you know, I think I can, I can probably take what I've learned here, go apply <laughs> it to, to just lifting at the gym or anything like that. And you've ran before so probably yeah, in right. your head was, you're like i'll get into running again exactly, it's exactly. over in june or in april springtime we get that a lot from people yeah yeah no, yeah and i well and i in my head i didn't want to be tied to one thing you know mm-hmm. again it's a lot of what we we do at barrels is is about setting you up for future success mm-hmm. and and certainly when it comes to food uh, in my mind, I thought, let's apply that to the exercise as well. You know, I've had 10 weeks of solid exercise. We've built a little bit of a foundation. Let's go see what exists outside of that. Mm-hmm. And the more I thought about it and the more I thought about myself, mm-hmm. it became pretty apparent that that just that wasn't going to happen. You weren't ready for I, that I, yet. Absolutely not. <laughs> yeah. No. I mean, in my mind, I made really good progress, but I'm still sitting there at 280-some pounds. Yeah, like, I think that you probably – you did so well in your 10 weeks, but I think you still wanted more. Mm. So I think if you had like, if you had lost, you know, how much weight did you lose in the 10 weeks? 36. Yeah. yeah. So if it had been 42, mm-hmm. I don't know, but I feel like you had that 40 in your head or you had a number oh, in your head. I did. Yeah. You didn't yeah, hit felt, it. Felt just a little short of yeah. it. Yeah. And you could have gone either way. Like, well, psh, you know, this was stupid. I didn't even hit my goal, but I think you used that a yeah. little bit to push you. Well, and there was, there was still some fear of, of backsliding mm-hmm. at that point and i i do think if i had not signed on to continue and and potentially even if i had just stayed on as a member but not done this national challenge if i didn't have that carrot in front of me mm-hmm. that I, I i think we'd be sitting and having a different conversation yeah. here right now about starting the next session a- exactly, next Saturday. exactly. Yeah. Like, hey you guys think i could do it again yeah. uh, <laughs> let's, let's try it out it's possible it happens all the time that also would not make you special that would make yeah, you totally yeah. normal we have people because well, we've done it yeah for that sure. have done the program so, multiple times yes. and it just didn't quite quite catch it didn't click it didn't you know stick so you were just fortunate that it yeah. stuck right away well and i i mean just looking at what i know i have done in the past yeah pre-ferals there's still fear of what happens mm-hmm. you know come july yeah that's probably never going to go away i yeah i'm sure not yeah i'm it'll sure be not there. Yeah. yeah and and i don't want that to be my motivating factor i don't want fear of no of, of I, I, I want to be excited about what my body can do not yes. afraid of what it might do yeah mm-hmm. no uh, that's very but but for this this 10 weeks like a lot of what i've been doing it's not just about losing weight or anything like that it it is has been about setting myself up to have cool life experiences mm-hmm. you know i i i got tired of of watching other people do things like for me that was a big thing i my family my my sister lives out in breckenridge colorado dylan now i guess um you know, and and we like to go visit her. I, I see her, you know, snowboarding and hiking and and things that I just couldn't do before. Um, and there 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 are so many opportunities when we go visit out there that I mm-hmm. I, I don't want to be the reason we have to say no. Right. You know, right. I don't I don't want to be the person that's that's holding things back. Um. I I I I, I remember once. My siblings were, were all going to go do this 10K up in South Dakota. And I came along, mm-hmm. but I didn't do the run. And just things like that. Like, yeah. I, I hated that. I hated that experience. I wanted to go along. I wanted to, to, to be part of the group. Mm-hmm. But I hated 
sitting on the sideline for anything. And I re- was really tired of, of that idea of sitting on the sideline. So when I started the National Challenge, I, I wrote out a list of here are things I want to do over the course of the next year. Was running on the bulls on that list? It, 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 it I've added it on. <laughs> okay. it's, now, it's at the bottom of the list, running with the bulls. Sorry. Um, but no, it was. It was It was a 5K. I wanted to do a 10K, a, a half marathon. I'm signed up for the half. Mm-hmm. I've done the 5K and the 10K at this point. I, I, I'm signed up for the half. Um, I wanted to to hike a 14er out in Colorado, which is a 14,000 foot mountain. Um, I think there's 50 some of those in the in the U.S. Um, we we knocked four of them off when wow. when we went out there last fall. Um, I wanted to get a tattoo because I have never had the confidence that a tattoo would look good on my body before. And and I don't know if it does or doesn't, but I I decide I have positive when, enough body image when you got it i remember asking jeff i was like has he always had that so that's a and good what did thing i say i think so yeah, <laughs> yeah that's a good thing that means it looked natural like hey, it looked like good, it was supposed good. to be on you and then i was like then i asked you because yeah. i was like really trying to remember so yeah no it looked natural and, and it was just like i was i got tired of caring about yeah whether it did look good or not, you know, yeah. it's something or if you I could want or couldn't. Right, do something. right. Exactly. Exactly. Um, a big one for me is something I've wanted to do for a long time is jump out of an airplane. Mm-hmm. There's a weight limit to that. You know, like yeah. the, the parachutes have, have very real limits. And I so the and it's something that you don't I mean, I wouldn't even want to be close to the limit. That right, would make me right. nervous. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it would um, make me nervous. So in it. That has long been my goal to be under 220 because that's kind of their their base limit. And if you, there's a an extra fee to use a different parachute oh, mm-hmm. if you're above that or whatever. But mm-hmm. 220 is that limit. So I'd always set that anytime I try to lose weight before. Set it at 220. Had never made it. Had never made it to 220. Um, jumping out of an airplane in May. Oh, like we're signed up. Awesome. It, it's happening. Yeah. You know. Um, so those are the things that for me have been motivating factors moving forward just to to not have to say no to to whatever life throws at me mm-hmm. like i want to be that guy that that is up for whatever yeah that's awesome that's a really and that's what's going to help keep you accountable too because like you said you don't want to worry about who going back to where you were but you're building on those experiences in such a way that like you have so many things that you have are proud of yourself for doing mm-hmm. and then and then it keeps at, you keep asking well now what yeah well now yeah. what now now what so that i think will help keep you motivated too instead of the fear of going back to kind of where you were so i think that's it, it really i mean i feel like you've done that in a really big way that's a lot of things it to is. try to it cram is. in yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah it's good and some things are big and some things are little like that's good that's awesome how is so last session you started coaching mm-hmm. um, and then you're going to coach this session. So how did that kind of change? Um, like, how was that for you um, transitioning from like, OK, I'm just going in there focusing on myself to now I'm kind of focusing on not only me, but helping others. Yeah, I I enjoyed it more than I thought I would. I didn't know I didn't know what to expect with it. Um, and I know you guys have told me people are watching me mm-hmm. right like yeah. like um and and i think it kind of put that into into focus for me that 
like like let's let's mm-hmm. let's use that i suppose and i, I do have something to offer and here. you do really well with that little layer of accountability too absolutely yeah absolutely and you yeah. know that so, about so yourself selfishly that's yeah I, I'm, I'm actually that's... really looking forward to that for these next 10 weeks mm-hmm. to to selfishly be able to tell the other 5 a.m.ers on, on my team like i need you yes to to hold me accountable here mm-hmm. like i i have to be at class I, I, I need you to to see that I'm pushing hard. Like I want you watching me because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because I do need that. But I I also really enjoy just just being on this on the side watching other people make progress and mm-hmm. and being able to feel a little bit of ownership of that while while they're going through their stuff. Um, because because everyone goes through their stuff throughout yeah. that ten weeks, and so to be the one that they're they're turning to, that they're asking questions to, that they're leaning on a little bit. Um, for for me, I. It was it was like being a proud dad there at that mm-hmm. ten week party, just kind of watching them all. Uh, I I enjoyed that a lot. Well, and you, you like <clears throat> you're affecting more than just the people on your team, because you know again we talked about how like people will reach out to me and I'll say, well, how'd you hear about us? Well, I've listened to Mark on the ticket and Mark and Mark and Mark and Mark and Mark and Mark, and Mark, <laughs> and Mark right? So even so, there's been people that have joined the challenge that you know you've never met. They've just listened to your story on the radio. Mm-hmm. Um, and like we had John and Cortland had texted in a little earlier and just said, um, said, been observing your progress, Mark, keep on, keep it on brother. Thanks. You know, so Mm -hmm. just stuff like that, like you're impacting other people and, and two, I believe you're impacting listeners out there that, you know, they might not be doing ferals, but listening to your story has motivated people to start their own fitness journey, Mm -hmm. wherever it may be. Yeah. You know, because they've heard you on the radio for so long. It's like, now if he can do it, then I can do it. And again, not with ferals, but just, you know, getting getting active and starting their own weight loss journey and fitness journey. So that the impact that you've had, um, not just on the people at 5 a.m. that see you, um, but people at Metal Lane and, and that join that are like, yeah, well, I, I saw what Mark was doing. So uh, like Jeremy said, you know, I've been thinking about this since after mm-hmm. Mark's 10 week challenge. So here we are a year later yeah. Yeah. and he's finally pulling the trigger because he's ready. You know, he's ready yeah. to do it. Um, we did have another text I want to address before we get to break here from Bryce said, what is the nutrition guidance during the challenge like? So I'm going to call it. You answer that. Yeah. So we use um, a, the in-body body composition scale that will break down your body composition and it will basically gives us a baseline of how many calories your body uses to just do nothing all day long so that's kind of the baseline that we do and then we increase that from there to give put you into a calorie deficit but still give you enough fuel enough food to get through your workouts maintain and build muscle um, lose body fat and then from there it's you know will we give you guidelines we do have a, um, a kind of a meal plan that's planned out um, but we don't recommend that you stick to that completely because we want you to and mark you know this too we want you to be able to fit it into your life too so if you come in and you do the 10 weeks and you follow that simple meal plan that was created by a registered dietitian that's on staff at Farrell's, um if you follow that and then after and do great and after 10 weeks go right back to the mini fridge you know restocked into all the stuff you really didn't learn so i think that's what's important and i think that's why we like to talk to mark too because he has really made it fit into his life but it's basically like he said it's like putting together a puzzle every day so we'll give you your calorie goal we'll give you 
how many grams of protein and carbs and fat you 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 want to have for each day, and then you're just trying to fit it in, yeah. right? And that's what you've been doing too, right, yeah. Mark? And my my strategy during the ten weeks, once I really kind of figured out what I was doing, was I was incredibly consistent with breakfast and lunch basically the same thing every day for breakfast and lunch because I didn't want to think about it. Mm-hmm. I didn't want that to be a, a, an area where I had to put energy into and or, or somewhere where I slipped up. So I knew if I ate this for breakfast, ate this for lunch, I was good. And it left me a good amount of, of wiggle room for dinner. Uh, so when I was at, at the beginning, I would I'd be really strict about tracking my dinners and everything. But towards the end, I, as long as I knew I wasn't going over while still being adequate, like I, yeah. I wasn't as strict with, with tracking my dinners at that point because I'd, I'd done what I needed to do earlier in the day to, to be able to have some fun with, with my dinner. Yeah, and that, by having fun with your dinner, you're not talking about like ordering a pizza. You're not talking about going through the drive-thru. No, you're, you know, uh, you're it, talking but, about but knowing that you're than... not having to necessarily weigh out every single ounce of protein that you right. eat and every single, you know, yeah. So you were still eating healthy. But, but, but let me be clear. I I still had pizza. Yeah. You know, like mm-hmm. I would order from Domino's and I'd get their thin crust with chicken yeah. and red peppers and it mm-hmm. fit into my macros. Yes. And know? that's the thing because you can't, this is what, you know, people don't believe it when you say you can eat whatever you want. That's true and it's not true. Like not everything's going to fit. Right. And it's not. You could probably make anything fit, but it might not be the amount you're used to eating. So you have to, or it you might know, be the only thing you eat that day, right? right? Yeah, <laughs> we definitely don't recommend using all your macros in one, you know. But if you know you have something going on, that's totally fine. So you really can. But the good and bad part about that is it it does put a little responsibility on each individual person because mm-hmm. you have to take the time to learn how many grams of protein are in you know, four ounces of chicken and or two eggs or a cheese stick or whatever and how that's going to fit into your day. So that takes a long time. But you know this because you've been doing this for a year, how much easier it is now, right? Yeah. Like yeah. you you have it so dialed in now. And I, I can walk into just about any restaurant and I can find something that, that's going to work. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't, I don't have to have that stress associated yeah, with it. Yeah, because you can eyeball it yeah. and you can like get a steak and know, okay, well, I can't eat all of this, but you know what? you eat at home and you can mimic that out. And so hopefully that answers the question. You can't really, you have to do it for, to really make sense. So I know sometimes it seems like nutrition is kind of gatekeeped and people always keep it a secret and like, how do you do it? Well, it's not a secret. It's just, you have to do it to learn how to do it. And it's so individual. Yeah. You know, what what you eat in a day, Nicole, and what I eat in a day. Yeah. We have totally different different goals. We have totally different schedules. Like that's, you know, we're we're up super early. Sometimes we're eating lunch at like 1030 in the morning because we've been up and taught multiple classes. And mm-hmm. like Jeff needs to eat his lunch at 1030 so he can get his nap in for the day. So yeah, if he's waiting until noon, yeah. right, <laughs> he'll get mm-hmm. his nap in. So, right. yeah, it's an individual thing. We're not trying to like gatekeep it by any means. But like it's just a matter of you kind of have to take the time to do it. One real quick text before we go to break from Jim. Um, I met Jim on Thursday, or Thursday or Friday. I think Friday I met Jim. Um, he's going to be starting with us at Yankee Ridge. Says, good show, Mark, Jeff, and Nicole. Looking forward as a 70-year-old mm-hmm. in doing strength training with you guys, better nutrition and fitness. He's going to be doing the 7 a.m. class starting on in April, starting with the next challenge. Mm-hmm. So, awesome. Yes, it was nice to meet you, Jim. He's a longtime listener to the ticket. Great guy. Um 
so yeah, we're looking forward to having him and everybody that's going to be starting. Uh, so we're going to be up against a break here. We'll be right back and wrap things up on Fitness Fanatics. <laughs> 